Hey, what's going on, GNGs? This is Trek and Cryptos to Connect, and I am Trek. Thanks for coming back and listening, and if you're a new person, just listen on and you'll get how things go. So for this episode, I was going on about what I was noticing when I started telling people what I wanted to do from crushing to fiat in the crypto, and I cut it into two parts, so this is going to be half of it, and I'm going to make a whole episode for the whole thing all together. I used to be like that, oh, let me tell you about crypto, let me tell you about crypto. Now, I don't do the whole let me tell you about crypto thing like that. I I would say I used to be an evangelist of it, right? But in getting past that one use case of money, of currency, Bitcoin, Litecoin, all that stuff, that, that one use case, the currency factor, I got into the taking the look from the technology side of it. And I didn't get that much of what was going on, but slowly and surely, like things started to come up more. Where I was like, "Wait, but how does that work? Or wait, what does this mean? Or but well, why doesn't this thing do X, Y, and Z?" And I, I started asking those questions. And I'm gonna say shout out again to Mike B, man. Like he was the one who was like, "Yo, you should look into um, smart contract auditing." And that got me past the being the 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 new user or what do they call it? The I'm gonna say newbie. I don't like the word newbie, but I'm gonna use it in this case. And granted, I've been in for a couple of years in this crypto blockchain space, but it's only in the last couple of months that I was like, yo, I really gotta switch how I'm thinking and looking at this thing. It's not just about money. Um, it's not just about you know, being able to make the flip. Like I said in the first, in the beginning, like this channel is not about trading. This is not about flipping. This is not about currencies. This is about the technology that works on the Ethereum platform and the things that are about to come down the pipe as far as future development. And I'm trying to um, build my skill set and hopefully build a couple of y'all skill set and making you relevant to what this job market is going to be down the line. Like if like I said if you if you read the white papers and you realize that X amount of these um ICOs that are popping up and looking to come out don't actually have their code written out yet for how their thing is supposed to function. The market is huge open right now. If you got that skill set and you can say, "Yo, here's something I written out. Here's what I know in regards to smart contract development, blah blah blah." Like when I tell you the money is going to be real for the people who get it early enough, the money is going to be real. And this is like on the end of, you can freelance your stuff out or you can, there's a company I think out in California that hires people and they have like teams or something like that. But, you know, nonetheless, that field of work, this field of work of being a smart contract auditor is growing. But there's no school that offers a degree in this program. There's no school right now that's like we got this associates or we got this um, um, BA or master's degree, MIT, UCB, none of them. Right now, it's we have a a, a a one course that can tell you about blockchain. We have a one course that can tell you about cryptocurrency, and they still have an update because the stuff is just moving so fast as far as development goes. But I'm going off on a tangent. Point being is, you you 
Okay. Let me say I. I've been telling people here and there like what I'm looking to do and making this transition over. And I've had X amount of people hit me with, oh, well, you should go to school and do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are you listening to what I'm saying? Did you, did I, did I explain it to you wrong that there's no school that offers a degree in this technology because it's that new? Um, as well as I'm not trying to spend that money. Like the money that I've worked to save up, I'm not trying to spend on that. And then I'm not trying to take out another loan, school loan. Like, no, that's, that's just a waste of money, in my opinion. In my opinion. For other people who that route works for them or that's what they feel will be the better thing, then, hey, all power to you. I'm just saying, for me, there is too much of this information out there that is free or at way lower of a cost. And I'm not talking about boot camps either. Because boot camps are kind of costly. And then they teaching you a whole bunch of other stuff that ain't even what you need for this realm of blockchain technology. Be clear. For this particular realm, for being a smart contract auditor. Um, huh. So the self-doubt part is definitely going to come in. Because you're going to go through the process, or at least I know for me, it has, where, um, uh, you know, talking to different people, getting some kind of opinions on certain things, or giving people a heads up, like, yo, like, I'm about to do this thing right here, X, Y, and Z, in a couple of months. And I was surprised at how many people really tried to kick the school idea to me, like, they didn't know how I am about how I research stuff. And how when I make a move on something, it's not me just haphazardly jumping over there. Now, granted, when I do make a move on things, I move, I don't want to say aggressively, but I move in a way that there's no, um, can't think of the word. I'm, I'll make moves on whatever that project is or whatever that change is, but I'll do it with a backup plan. So I'll have my, all right, here's my timeline of when I'm going to do something. This is how long it should take. And if, if ABC parameters aren't met in this amount of time, then, you know, shift plan and go um, with version A, version B of it. Like that's how I move on stuff. Some people, they're more like they'll just quit and you know give up on the whole thing. And for some people, it's gonna be they might just do this on their part time. Like I'm gonna learn the programming, I'm gonna understand how the the language functions, and it might take you six or eight months. Me personally, I'm on like a three to four month schedule on learning this, becoming proficient enough to be like, hey. I want to join your team and help y'all develop blah, 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 or I can do um, join by that point. It's going to have to be more companies and I can start freelancing out. Like that's how I'm looking at it. That's my projection on, on what my path is as far as moving forward within this field. For some people, it's going to be, you know, it might take you a year because you got other things going on in life. Like, and you have to keep up on one programming 
and keeping your skills on the program and remembering what the um you know the the um the language rules are and then still being able to keep on top of it 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 takes a lot especially if you like stop off for like a month a month like from everything that I've heard and the people that I've talked to like not programming for that long especially if you're just getting into it is like oh it's rough when you got to come back in so you know just be ready to really like you got to really figure out your time management in this in this realm and i know for me man dang how to warm in here um the the time management is a big thing between yeah you know you got to do certain things like are you going to still be working are you going to put everything else to the side and just do this i don't know i know here is how it's working for me here's what i have set up moving forward to where i can do that i can do that for three to four months but my situation is set up different you know um and i have self-doubt like i, I thought about that the other day because of x amount of people and saying stuff to me um and part of me was just like am am i having fear is this fear is it uh self-doubt i guess is is fear and base but is it more so about am i fearful that i won't get the skills and be able to be like okay i can make money off of this I can sustain my lifestyle off of this. And my lifestyle isn't like crazy by any means. Like, not at all. Like, my vehicle is like probably near 10 years old. Oh, I think my vehicle is like 10 years old. Like, and I don't plan on buying a new vehicle for like a hot minute. Like, I'm a simple enough dude, you know? Um, but like, little things are like, all right, so how are you going to pay for this? Okay, we got. I have my contingency plans in, in place as far as money is concerned, but there's still a thing of like, is three months going to be enough? Is four months really the max? Is it going to take you six months? If you start to see that it's taking six months, what can you do to um, either get back on track? Because you might get distracted, you might have the lazy days and... It's a hard thing sometimes, like, when you're doing something and nobody else is really, like, on you, on board with you. Because I got people who, like, I have some people who's like, yo, do what you do, man. Like, you a smart dude. I can see you doing that. And, like, hey, G&G. So, yeah, like I said, that's just the first half of the whole and um, I'm going to make a whole actual episode out of what I had said about that one because I went off for like 30 minutes about it. But coming up next is the interview with Nathan Hawk. Apologies on the um, background noise. We were at an event and it was like the end of the night and he was actually gracious enough to give me a couple of minutes of his time to actually do the interview on the fly. So take a listen and hope you like it. Nathan Hawk, thank you for sitting down with me for a couple of minutes and let's hash out like what got you in the crypto? Uh, first of all, thanks for coming down. Yeah, you yeah. talked on the stage earlier and you knocked it out the park with your preparations. You got a lot of insights and observations that I hope everybody has a lot of because I know I did. So Thank you. Thanks for being here, man. Um, 
who got me into crypto. So, uh, you know, I'm a long-time libertarian uh, anarcho-capitalist and everything like that. Now I remember what's out. So, when competing currencies started to exist, and the Federal Reserve and everything like that, I adopted it. And on top of just adopting it, uh, I, I used to, like a fool, shout to everybody that I knew, my friends and family, and everybody involved in my life. So back then, I... I used to uh I used to go around and be like you know and said this um bitching about <coughs> economic policy like fractional reserve banking and things like that of what the best case scenario of success is Federal Reserve would be and then to say hey you know we have this alternative we have this amazing new thing and then as stuff like Ethereum came about smart contracts everything like that you can't doubt that. It was just like, What's hey, that? now we have competing currencies that are competing against the fiat currency. It's getting really exciting, it's getting really good. And they shout at people, and I was still doing it. The thing that was foolish, because people didn't care. Uh, so the, the end result was, it's easy to gamble with. So that's why a bunch of my jerk friends like it. Um, and uh, it got exciting in the news. And there, there, there's a lot of reasons that I never thought like would be the reason that would be uh, adopted. It, it, it has probably been in a bag for a while. That uh, made all the You want the loot? Okay. So what got you to the event, the night that you had, which, like, there's a comedian, there was a magician, there's, like, a bunch of guys that even, like, broke down, like, some real tech, like, security-wise stuff. Like, I got to do my little two minutes of whatever, and it was just still, like, wow, like, I've been to X amount of meetups. None of the meetings I've been to have all of this stuff in one space. I'm just saying. So how do we get to the crypto shit show? Uh, here's how the crypto shit show came to be. Uh, the company that I work with, we do a lot of security policies. So we're out in Vegas, and we're out in Louisiana. We're, we're, we're all over the place. We're, we're, we're doing all these things. Milwaukee. We have two out in San Francisco. Um, so we're, we're doing this stuff all over the place. from security, from all the hackers stuff. But um, recently I've been going to, uh, you know, I went down to Miami, I went up to Bruce Benton, up in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I, I, I go to a ton of meetups here in Baltimore, in Philly. Uh, whenever I have to travel, I always try to hit up their local spaces, their local Bitcoin meetups. So I already have a really good feeling of what's going on in the community. I have an experience for a little bit. And this kind of was like a culmination of the Keith Smith and Preston uh, Smith were here earlier. They had a big party up in Pennsylvania about six weeks ago, mm -hmm. and it, it, it was an amazing party. And Balby uh, picked off the material. Jordan Page was there, and, and he was so going to party. And so there was entertainment, and it was just partying. There was no agenda. There was no nothing. It was really pure. Nobody was shilling for a project. And so I wanted to recapture that. So a couple weeks later, I reached out to those guys, and I was like, God, what you did was amazing, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to replicate it, but, like, I don't want to step on your toes. We'll, we'll sure, I have, I have the fact that I have that as well. So, uh, I know Salvi, and I'm like, Salvi, let's do a comedy set again. So I was like, Salvi. And then, uh, like, I know Mark, and he's been a friend for years, and I was like, Mark, and I was like, this thing happened, like, come down, check it out, let's just, let's just do something. And he was like, yeah, Salvi, I'm like, holy shit, man, this is fucking awesome. You're done? Definitely said some stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, his yeah. metaphor about the jail and the free market yeah, thing. Very, very. I told him like I'm straight using that metaphor. He's a powerful speaker. Yeah. Um. So, 
you know, the, the, the panel was piling on. I, I was getting confirmation from people that wanted to contribute to the Euro schedule. And I had a lot of people say, hey, you know, can I get a tune to be flying and stuff? I was like, no, I want to stay with the ethos that this is a party. That, that, this, is, that this is shit. And I wanted to be out of all these conferences. I wanted to replicate what happened during conferences, after conferences. Conferences that happen in the hallway. Yes. I, so I wanted to have that social aspect. I wanted to have the informality. And I wanted that. I wanted that. Not everybody broke down, honestly. Like, that's what I wanted. That's what I got. Okay. okay. So for. So this is the first kickoff event, then, in regards to like officially the the, the crypto shit show. Yeah. Okay. So then, final question would be, um, for as long as you've been in the space and what you've seen from, because we were talking earlier about um, like what I've noticed. What have you seen from your end as far as the, the, the people and the circles that you're moving in from where it was like you know three years ago? To where we are now in 2018. Right. It's uh, it's kind of funny because the the people that hate libertarians and anarchists most are libertarians and anarchists. So uh, I've ebbed and flowed into it. I become friends with a whole bunch of them on Facebook and social media and everything. And then six months later, I'm like, I don't scrap them because I'm I'm the dick. I know I'm the anomaly. I'm the asshole. Okay. And, and so this happens all the time. And so now that I'm stepping into this space, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop being shit. I've got no friends. I've got no one to talk to anywhere. I've got no one to invite. And it's just like, shit. Like, I, I was, I'm friends with this guy or that guy. You know, I call this guy or that guy. But I have like, no means of contacting anyone now. But yeah, I got a lot of these. I got a lot of these stuff. I've, I've screwed myself. I've, I've burned my bridges in that fashion. Yeah, so we're but my personal experience of uh, cryptocurrency you know, is like new. It's yeah. grown in volume. Yeah, uh, I feel like every single time, you know, there's, there's a plan, there's an intention, there's an agenda. What will end up happening is it just turns into a teach the movie type of thing, which is a beautiful thing. But, you know, there needs to be teach the newbies night, and there needs to be forward thinking night, and think tank night, and you're the first person I've heard say something in particular to that of like try to make a distinction between like for the new people coming into the space we have you like we have people who know what they're talking about and now let's do this other thing where you guys can come in if you're like at this level but like we want to really kind of have the people who we don't have to rehash out the basics for right right and that's not to exclude anybody I'm not saying that at all he's not saying that it's just one of those things where you're trying to do these these uh, um what is it? Thought projects. And if I'm trying to talk it out with somebody who has X amount of the base knowledge I have, we can flow a lot faster than having to break down every part to the new person who just heard about crypto like a month ago. Yeah, I was uh, I was at a talk at a conference and I was doing water who was talking. And uh, the, the presenter was on point. No slides also, which I like. Uh, what I'm into. No slides, went off, talked, uh, it, thoroughly explained the project, and then opened the Q&A. There were two or three good questions, and the third question was like, so, like, like how, so how's the blockchain work then? And there's no such thing as a stupid question. That kid deserves an answer, but it, it just wasn't the fear before that question. So, uh, I don't know. I, 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 want, I want to do stuff like this, not to exclude anybody. Uh, but I, I, I want to be able to go, all right, let's close these doors and get fucking money and try to figure out some new ideas. And then, you know, I, when I think about the future eventually and doing stuff like that, it's like, let's just do that for five, six hours and open the door. And, and to just have every cryptocurrency enthusiast in the area come in and just 
Welcome them in, uh, take some things, show them things, and be a show for them. Okay, like, that, that's definitely been a different take on um, some of the other stuff that I've had people say to me. And I just want to say once again, this is Nathan Paul. This event was called The Crypto Shit Show. And I'm going to say this is probably the first of many to come down the line. It's, um, it was definitely open. Like, I was talking with um, people earlier who did not even come down here. So, next event, we're going to definitely post this out. I just want to say thank you all for giving me a couple of minutes of your time to have this conversation. So, GNGs, this is Trek, and this is Trekking Cryptos to Connect, and I want to thank Nathan again for having um, the time to sit down and talk with me. All right, all right. That is the end of the episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for taking the time out and actually, you know, taking note to what I'm saying. So G&G's, like I said, that was just uh, part of the actual overall piece as far as the daily talk was concerned. And that was just what I was going through last year around December and what I was noticing when I was sharing with people what I was trying to do. I'm going to make a full episode of that whole daily talk and you can listen to that and then, you know, go from there with it. Hopefully somebody learned something, somebody got encouraged or inspired. Just remember, just because people don't necessarily understand like what you're doing in regards to the whole crypto space stuff, it doesn't mean that you're wrong. There's a bunch of us out there in the same boat. I am definitely one of those people with you. And going forward in regards to the interview, you know, Nathan Hawk didn't know me from scratch and he let me speak on stage for his event. And he also did the interview part for me, which I was really appreciative of. And I have definitely grown to appreciate knowing him because he is a really interesting dude and knows a lot of interesting folks. And I will say I've met a good number of people in the space and I'm not saying I've met everybody. I'm not like Ken Bosack level be all around, you know, but he is like one of the most direct, honest people that I've met in the space up to so far. And that's not to say that there are other honest and direct people in the space. Just saying he's one of the people I know. And so, yeah, that is the end of this episode. If you like what you heard, please share, like it, and do all that other positive, you know, communication stuff. And until the next one, GNGs, this is Trek and Cryptos to Connect. I am Trek, and I'll see you at the next one. Peace. This episode is brought to you by TrekSmart Consulting, where they provide content and context about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. If you're interested in getting into the space, just check out the website for further inquiries.